0: Show With Christy and Budge.
1: This is it. A very happy Friday to you. Christy Budge for Harvey and Port Macquarie. Christy, uh, we've made it to the end of another week, which is always good, but it's halfway through August, you know. Really? Halfway through, yeah. When you 14th. say it like
2: that, you go, oh, we're almost uh, at Christmas, what, which is, is scary.
1: And the other thing is, is that August so far hasn't been, hasn't been as terrifying as some of the past months. You know, you play the the 2020 bingo, and you try and guess what it's going to be this month that really just sort of just twists the knife a little bit more. I don't think there's been anything too much. Although they did discover, scientists did discover a hell ant in the Antarctic, which um, has been um, sort of hibernating, and they reckon for the last 99 million years, Mm. it's been slowly devouring like food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which doesn't building
2: its strength up so it can uh, yeah. be so hellish for us.
1: Yeah, it, it it it's not something I wanted to hear this morning, but I did see it. Right. And I thought, well, I mean, that's just a discovery. I mean, it's in Antarctica. It's a long way away. It's not going to get yeah. here yeah. unless it can swim.
2: Although you did just say uh, not too much happened in August. We we did hear that Scomo saying that the likelihood of the borders uh, reopening between states may not happen before Christmas. Which means all mm. those loved ones that want to go back home if they're they're from interstate. Might not be happening yet.
1: Well, thank God I don't like my family too much. Oh, well, hey.
2: I'm glad you're happy with that. We were oh. having Christmas in Brisbane with Michael's family. Ain't going to yeah, happen now.
1: But you're you're okay with that? Because apparently, they you know horrible in the kitchen. You have to deal with them. You have to they're try and talk.
2: Horrible in the kitchen. It's oh, well, the whatever. fact that his mum likes to smother us and make sure that we don't have to lift a finger. Well, maybe
3: yeah, I and don't. it's like not that I'm
2: though. ungrateful. It's just that I like to do things my so way.
3: Scared that they're listening.
0: I hey, look. um,
1: <laughs> Christy's also been scalling me on something this morning, which um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay to cop this one. We'll talk about it in just a moment. It's in regards to the car and something that happened this morning. We'll get into it shortly.
2: And fake news is on the way too after 6.30. The Hit break the Show with Christy and Vodge. This is and I
1: learned something just this morning. Um, I don't <laughs> yeah. even I don't even know the name of this road here that I drive down, John Oxley Drive. Whatever, wasn't yeah, it the, the old highway? It's the old
2: highway right. here at Sovereign Hills. Yeah, so you drive through Thrumster and Port Macquarie. Yeah. You, you fool! The first thing you've come in with a panic state this morning, You're like breathing really heavily, like you'd you'd seen a ghost or something. But, do you want to do you want to tell the story what? of the the moment that uh, you thought uh, your life what? could end?
1: Well, it was um it was it was one of those nights where you know well I say nights, one of those Early mornings, mornings where I was everything was kinda going right, you know. I was getting to work not on time but earlier than I normally would. <laughs> and I, I, I got here, I was like, Yeah, this is going well, this is going well and I'm driving along and there's not a lot of lights around on uh, John Oxley Drive. No. Um, down this end anyway, and um There was this big, fat, little kangaroo. And I say big, fat, little kangaroo because he looked like a wallaby. I don't think we've got any of them here. We might do. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, he was just sat in the middle of the road. But I didn't see him till late. Mm. And I did something that I shouldn't have done. And I, I put the brakes on, but not all the way. I put the brakes on enough to try and miss it. Uh, I was going to miss it anyway, so I didn't yeah. have to swerve too much. And I freaked out. I was like, oh, crap!" because I, I don't want to hurt an animal. No one does. you meant no. to keep going straight through I a, know,
2: which is crazy because you think that you you, you don't want to have to but, um, hit the thing, but yeah, but in, in uh, my, that's the ruling. In my, my comes... mind,
1: though, Christy, I'm thinking about him going, he's not bouncing along the road. He's just sitting on there. If he was jumping, and I, and I hate to say this, but if I got him mid-jump, he would bounce off the hood probably and still hurt the car or yeah, whatever else. I've but, had
2: I've had that before, but but, in my own little car before. Yeah. A kangaroo, a big kangaroo was bouncing, hit the um, front of the car yeah. and it came up to the windscreen and flew over the top of the, yeah, the car. Which, it damaged the whole front.
1: Which is something I never want to happen. It would break my heart if it did. But yeah. this one was just sitting there. It was just sitting there and I thought, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He doesn't know. He's just out for his morning Light stroll.
2: But you said to me, and this is what I don't understand. You're like, I didn't see him to the last minute. I'm like, Did you have your high beams on? Well, no. What? I don't understand, though, because this this road here has no street lights. It is pitch black. Yeah. And on a cu- country road like that, it's not really country, but you know, in mean, a non residential road like that, why the hell are you driving without your high beams on?
1: I'm very hesitant to use the high beams, Christy, because if someone else comes around that corner and I've been in this situation, they can get caught with my high beams in their face. They go, oh, I don't know what's going on, and they drive off the road.
2: Yeah, but your high beams aren't anything like when you've got uh, big spotlights, like big four-wheel drives do. Oh, okay. We They're com- we're the comparing ones that lights, aren't we? No, but I'm just saying, and you've got the ability to turn it off. Are you? Don't you have quick reflexes that you can just touch the column shift there and then make it turn off?
1: Do you know, actually, in this car, I, I don't know where they are. I've never are you used, serious? I haven't, used, I haven't used them yet, no.
2: You know that you can actually drive around even in a residential area with your high beams on oh, I'm watch. not
1: going to do that. That's not something i do.
2: No, but the rule, the rules are, you, as long as you're travelling at, at least more than 200 metres behind a car or a car's coming at you 200 metres away, you can have your high beams on. Is that, is that the rule? That is the rule. Oh, wow. So if, if a I car's 200 metres ahead of you, apparently you can have your high beams on. Well,
1: you learn something new every day. The
0: hits that fun feeling in the morning with Christy and Budge, the Mid North Coast's hit. Jack yeah, Christy,
1: I've got uh, a lot of friends in the hospitality industry still since I, I left it about five or six years ago, and one of my mates he likes to get imported beer and yeah. he likes to import his beer by himself, like you know, by himself, which can be quite expensive. And he got a couple of crackers with some really funny names. Um, it, so the first one, the first one I thought was very funny. It's a cit- it's a citrus beer. Yeah. And it's just cool. It's got a, a bloke on the front, and he looks like a kind of a Southern American guy. And it just says "Sit your ass down."
0: <laughs> Spelt <laughs> Citra. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, the one of the other ones you got, "Tactical Nuclear Penguin." I don't know what that means, but that looked quite good. Um, the other one was the Great Big Kentucky Sausage Fest.
2: These are beers. It sounds like yeah. it's like hot sauces, like the Ring I
1: know. <laughs> this is this is the one I think you'll like, and this is the the third one. Audrey Hopburn.
2: Audrey
4: Hopburn. Instead of Hepburn, because
1: uh, yes. in the beer. Oh. Yeah. So I I thought I'd share those with you, right, Um, because they're very, very funny ones. And there's a couple other ones that aren't as funny. There's a, a one called Gandhi Bot. Yeah, right. So it's got a picture of Gandhi on the front, you know, the Indian guy, yeah. but he's like a robot. Doesn't make any sense to me.
2: It's funny because you think uh, most beer places, breweries, they don't think of anything outrageous. They just go with what's relevant to the beer or, or something that's, yeah. I guess, close to them. Um, but did you hear about the uh, the brewery that named two years ago one of their pale owls, Huru Huru? Now, if you no, heard no, Huru Huru heard, never, Huru, never, never what do you one. think of? Not Huru Gurus. I know you'd probably uh, of that. Well,
1: that was one of the first things. No, Huru Huru, it just sounds like someone saying hello.
2: Yeah, well, it's Maori. Is it actually? Yeah, and uh, when the brewery named it, they thought that uh, it actually meant feather. Could you have a guess what Huru Huru Maori stands
1: for? Um, I couldn't. It sounds like hello, like a huru sort of thing, Um, or maybe a goodbye or a greeting.
2: Let's just say something in your nether regions.
1: What What is
2: it? So huru, you've got hair, it's hairy.
1: And huru again, so hairy, hairy.
2: Well, no, your, your pubic region. So oh, well, what pubic, did they think it meant? What did they think? They it meant? They thought it meant, it meant feather. And it actually turns out it's pubic hair. <laughs> so it's a pubic hair parallel. <laughs> but well, they have had this on the market for two yeah. years, and it was only recently that a oh, Maori geez. person actually pointed it out to them. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's on... as bad as yesterday with the 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 Pula, the Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry's dog. They've had it for two years. They named it Pula, which is, uh, I guess, to relate to the currency in Botswana. Yeah. uh, And it turns out that in Romania, it's a slang for penis.
1: You can say It's not a filthy word. It's all good. Um, But, you know... um That reminds me again, I don't know why we're on the subject of beer, but this is good. I love it when things, I think it's more about language. Sometimes I think we try and do things right as Westerners, as English-speaking Westerners, the simpletons that we are. And then we get the, uh, the native culture go, thank you for using our language. you <laughs> have used it incorrectly. Unfortunately, what you've said is you're a big old penis head. Yep. Uh, but and we appreciate you giving pallals. it a go.
2: Pubicare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure the pubes are delicious. We'll have a glass of it for dinner.
2: Would have you preferred uh, pubicare hair <laughs> pale ale or um, what they really wanted, which was feather, feather pale ale or plumage pale ale? Plumage. 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 Plumage, feather.
1: like as in feathers. feathers. Yeah. Well, that's
2: what they thought it meant. They thought huru huru meant feather. Well, why
1: don't they just call it plumage?
2: Plumage, <laughs> pale owl.
1: I'd drink it. The hit
4: right for sure.
0: With Christian Budge, the Mid North Coast's hit. <gasps>
5: Information
4: that was fake and never happened.
2: I can't believe it. Fake news. With
5: Lee Giolo.
1: Lee Giolo has just walked in. Our Good newsreader. Good morning to you. Good morning.
2: How's it going? Hello. We'll, we'll find out,
3: pal. Yeah. We will find how, out.
2: How confident are you feeling, Lee?
3: Um, oh, I don't know. You've, one or the other of you in recent weeks have generally had my measure in fake news, so. Yeah. I getting... need to rack up a point. Let's hope this week can be it, but we'll, we'll see.
2: yeah, hopefully Bodge doesn't get a point because otherwise you're going to be the last on the leaderboard, oh, Lee, because currently oh. you two are both sitting on eight points. Uh, you get the point if neither Bodge and I can pick the fake news out of the three stories, and I'm on 11 points, so you guys aren't trailing that far behind.
1: I think she forgets, Lee. It is a long year. I said this at the beginning Stop of the year. Stop saying
2: it. I feel like you keep repeating <laughs> yourself. I'm sick of hearing it.
3: I was Ooh, at You're at the... last. All <laughs> I always like to finish last. Right, Lee, first story, please. (laughs) Now, this is the right way to spend your spare time. In the US state of Virginia, a man's won a cheque for $200,000 while waiting for his mum to finish her shopping. Hubert Scrubs had, had been waiting at the supermarket before ducking around the corner to grab the scratchy. He sensationally came back a far richer man. 200k okay. While your mum's gone shopping Not oh, bad yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Over to China now And martial artist Ji Desheng Has set the record For the most matches Lit with a nunchuck Ji lit 21 matches In a minute He's also got Ooh. the record For extinguishing candles And unscrewing bottle caps right. Okay yeah, that Seems enough.
0: believable that yeah. Seems believable yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And a British man has failed in his attempts to discover a new species of frog. Joey Rockhold presented two frogs to the UK Bioscience Society, demanding the frogs be named golden-breasted sex frogs. Sadly, this society found the animals were little more than garden variety frogs with yellow paint applied to the chest area. What? Fortunately, the animals were unharmed and returned to the wild.
1: I want that one to be true so bad it hurts.
2: (laughs) Now, can I ask an important question? I I did have a sneaky little chat with Lee yesterday, and I was like, um, how hard is it when you don't realise that there's a couple of stories that we might have heard when he's coming up with these things? any of these three, I'm before. not going to tell you. Oh, god, Ooh. I just want to know whether or not you'd the
3: actually... tactics out the window.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. you All think right. that's going to work on me, pal? <laughs> no, 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 no. All no,
2: right, no. we're going to decide between A, B, or C. All right, Lee,
1: please count us down. Three, two, one, a, a. bollocks. You're both gone. A, eh? it what? was well, it was because it was. A standard story about someone winning a thing. I really want the frog one to be real because that's amazing. And if it is, I want to get him on. Quite someone funny. probably
2: went to that extreme to do that.
1: Golden-breasted frog. That's amazing.
3: Go on. Tell us what we got. The fake news story this week. C. Bollocks. Oh, really? You. <laughs> Build my hopes up, Lee. You yes. Yes. real. Yes. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Who would paint a frog? And call them a legend, and then golden-breasted. And then say, <laughs> sex and then frogs. say look, so, look, scientists, golden-breasted sex frog. Uh, that is
2: Lee. Your mind is yes. uh, absurd. You know what
1: the terrible thing about that is, is I was already formulating a plan to get the guy on, and already yeah. knew what questions to ask. You just him.
2: wanted to hold the little frog in your little hand. Didn't I you?
1: just wanted to know what was in the guy's mind. But Lee, you jump up to like. nine points. I'm still on eight. Christy on eleven, still leading the way. That was today's
0: fake news. The Hit Breakfast Show Get that fun feeling in the morning With Christy and Podge, The Mid-North Coast's Hit
1: Yesterday's censorship game was Simpsons related, Christy And do you remember how you went?
2: <laughs> do you want to remind me? No Or you,
1: or you went poorly
2: I know Unfortunately <laughs> I you like went poorly will not remind me <laughs> Yeah.
1: Now uh, your criticism of my choice of The Simpsons was Not everyone has seen The Simpsons Not everyone is like you. So I thought, right, well, if The Simpsons isn't general enough for you, uh, I'll pick something else uh, that is, and it encompasses a lot of different things. So we're going to the world of the Muppets now. (laughs) <laughs> right, because you are such a Muppet. Oh, and thanks.
2: No, this is, again, another thing that you are the biggest fan of the Muppet. Why Muppets. do you keep saying, stop, stop, because you keep
1: making these extreme sort of sentences. It's such a, a, you are the biggest fan of this. Whenever it's something.
2: Well, not the biggest is in comparison to other people out there, no, but it's the same as you. You you generalize and say everyone else watches it.
1: Okay. Okay, so um, Sesame Street. Yeah, I remember Sesame Street. Throughout the entire world, Christine. I
2: remember Sesame Street.
1: I think it's considered probably not just the longest-running children's television program, but it's also, you know, it's also probably, arguably, the greatest TV program for for children's learning. Yeah, I get that. So, I mean, how much more general can I make it? I mean, I'm, I'm doing my best uh, here, Peter. Uh, uh, no, but it, the,
2: the, the conversation should be that it's until you sit in this chair, it's actually very hard, and you oh, would agree my to Godfathers. it, that when you listen to something, you go, oh, I, I know it, and but it, I can't remember where. Right. Okay, don't get cranky stop. about it. Play I'm the not, game.
1: Yeah, you keep complaining. So stop complaining and just listen, all right? So this is an amalgamation of things like The Muppet Show, Sesame Street, wherever you've seen Muppets, um, all their movies, I feel like this is general. People sitting in their cars right now are just going, "Shut up and play the game, Chrissy." Right. So here is the first piece of audio. Who is that?
2: Oh, that's the the guy, the mammoth. Um. <clears throat> mm. Snuffleupagus. No.
1: You want to hear it again?
2: Yes. Is it the one with the purple? Oh. It's not Grouch.
1: No, it's not the Grouch. It's not Oscar. He's the easiest one to imitate.
2: Yeah, but I can't remember his name.
1: He technically doesn't have a name. <laughs> he is the Swedish chef.
2: Oh, um. Ah. <clears throat>
1: no, that's his name. That's his name. Oh, the it's Swedish, Swedish chef. <laughs> <gasps> All right, here we go. Hi. I'm on my way to have my favourite lunch, spaghetti and meatballs. (laughs) I just hope I can eat my meatballs this time. You won't believe what happened last time. I'll give you a no for that because you're actually wrong. It's not one of the brothers. You're thinking of Ernie and Bert? Yeah. No, it's neither of those.
4: I don't know.
1: It's actually Snuffleupagus.
4: No, it's not. Play that audio again. It's Snuffy. Hi. I'm on my way oh, to hell, Believe you me, life.
1: he's my favourite. He's not my absolute favourite. And then they got rid of him. He used to actually, <laughs> in the old days, and, and older people will remember this, but he was, he was purple. In the old days, yeah. he was purple, and then he went. To, when I started watching it, he was like a sort of a deep red, yeah, sort of almost orange. I remembered
2: him being purple.
1: Yeah. So here's the last one. Now I, I thought the Muppets might be too hard, so I've gone for one of the humans on the show, and she's been on the show for. Um, and th- here's a hint for you as well. You should know that I was trying last year for about six months to get her on the show to celebrate 50 years, and in the end we couldn't do it.
2: I love that you – I I should remember this. I've only been with you for a
4: year.
1: Okay. Yeah, but we've worked together for a long time, so have a listen to this.
4: Well, you know, what you've got so far is very good. Why don't you start again, oh, and maybe um, it'll um, come to you. It's
2: uh, not Mary. Um. Ooh, ooh. Uh, uh, Maria. Maria. Oh, 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 oh.
4: <laughs> you got one.
1: You got one out of three. You got one out of three. I
2: can't believe I got the Swedish chef completely wrong. Yeah, I thought you it was thought Bert was... No, you <laughs> no, thought no, no, that, no, I thought no, it was you... stuff life. Yeah. How did I get it so wrong?
1: I don't know. Did you watch any TV when you were growing I up? I did,
2: but I don't retain this information. Yeah. I'm not going to remember well, the mean, the voices when I haven't watched okay. it in well, years. Bodge.
1: Well, don't fire up, mate. I mean, it's just a bit of fun. The hit
0: breakfast show with Christian Bodge, the mid north coast's
1: hit. The VB you said have uh, launched a thirsty fragrance. It's called Thirsty.
2: Yeah, and... thirst. scent by VB. Uh, literally, Victoria Bitter mm. have created uh, the scent. Uh, for men in time for Father's Day, too, and it's only like 25 bucks. That's
1: it's the right decent, time, isn't it? De-
2: decent present to get. Because if you've got a, you've got a father that, that likes to, you know, down his VBs, well, you'd well, better difference. to douse him in, in, in but, scent but, of VB. But,
1: but Can I ask a question? Does it smell nice when someone stinks of booze?
2: No, you and I have both worked in bars before, and it's nothing worse than when you um, spill, when you're uh, pouring a pint, mm, you get the, mm. the beer all over you. It stinks. Oof.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know if I'd want to smell like it, but some of the more some of the more cocktaily ones might be nice, particularly for women.
2: Yeah, well, I said before, Pina Colada—it's actually mm. a scent already, uh, fragrance. And I, my go-to would be Skittle Bomb. You Skittle know Bomb. how it's Contro and Red Bull. Yeah. I can't stand the smell of Red Bull, but when it's mixed with Contro, there's something really, really sugary and and beautiful about it that imagine rocking up to the clubs and you're like, hmm, what have you been drinking? Oh, wait, no, it's just me. I just smell like
1: that. It's just sort of the the orange mixed with Red Bull. So, I don't know. Would you want to go around smelling like a club? I mean, that's kind of what it smells like. I mean, I'm I'm sort of the other way around. I like the idea of taking... um, perfumes and scents and turning those into booze
2: you know when you accidentally spray your perfume and you you take a taste of it like if you walk through it so you know when girls they like to spray it in front of them and they walk through so it gets in their in, the I, I in their I've hair. seen that
1: been done but I, I've never done that before oh really no. you know you
2: accidentally um take it in the mouth and it tastes disgusting <laughs> it's so alcoholic and potent it's just foul I
1: know I've never never done that so you
2: want to turn um, a fragrance into a drink. But just the – no, you know how – because
1: uh, here's the way <laughs> I see Here's my logic. Alcohol often doesn't smell the best, mm. but you want to turn a beer or a, a cider or a spirit brand into a perfume. However, you've got something that smells delicious and you've got all these perfumed beers these days anyway. Like yeah, they, true. They're full of fruits and whatever else. Why could you not just go and go, right, Calvin Klein, make a beer or make a make a gin I can't see why they couldn't make a a nice so say so, so you've got like a I'll say Calvin Klein because it's the first thing that comes to my head, but say they um, make a like a, a a gin that's infused with some kind of flavour that they use you know in their sense, and then you you also you got to look at the fact that you're mixing with ice and other fruits and things like that as well. They could make their own cocktail.
2: What? So you why want, has no one done this? What you want like a brute pale ale? <laughs> Could you imagine
1: that? I could. It would have to be an ale as well. It would have to be yeasty and everything. <laughs> oh. It would be a lager. I reckon and the other one is, and this is this is um, quite good actually. I've just been sent a link uh, through our Facebook page and Hitman North Coast. you can do that of um, six cocktail inspired scents. so there's a juniper sling, which is a, a perfume um, yeah so perfume made by a gin company. I've just been sent that now.
2: Yeah, see, so that's what they're good at doing. They can uh, open up their their uh, what they can do, their skills, set. their
1: skills. And it's the same actually with the when everyone went into isolation. A lot of the gin companies, particularly, were
2: making sanitiser. They were
1: making sanitizer because yeah. the alcohol can be used for a lot exactly. of things. So if you're not making booze because the call's not there for it, you could just jump on the. You jump the on scent and Make
2: a little spritzer. Well, that's probably what VB was doing. Yeah. It was probably, and all that alcohol. Look, let's be honest. Everyone was getting a little bit more of that than they probably well, had hoped anyway. But yep. yeah, mm. right, look, you can get involved in the conversation as well. We've got a, a little meme up uh, where you can have a, a say on what you think would be a nice oh. Uh, scent.
1: Oh, well, have we got a meme? What have we got? Any, any stuff Yeah, we
2: well, Someone else agrees with me. Pina Clada, which is already a scent. Right. Darren reckons a fluffy duck, a slippery nipple. A steak bite and a screwdriver. West Coast coolers. Those things stink.
1: I've never I've never even heard of those. I the first
2: time a week ago, and my mum used to always drink it, and mm. they're, they're wine-mixed fruity drink. And, uh, they're oh, like a good fruity
1: Alexia or something like Bundy that. Bundy
2: rum, that's close to you. You like your rums? What about a Kraken?
1: Um, well, you'd suit a Kraken yeah. or a jam
2: donut. I know you like your jam donuts.
1: Well, that easy little shot <laughs> to, to do. <laughs>
2: or gin and Howie. I like his uh, Malibu choice. Malibu and Coke to be a good scent.
1: Yeah. Minus the coke. I think the the coconuts the bit that you like.
2: I like, like the, Kim. Half of them already are. Don't you smell it on people a day after? She's yeah. Right.
0: The Hit Breakfast Show with Christian Budge.
2: This
1: is hit. Yesterday went to the podiatrist. Uh, which, never been to one before.
2: Which means you're going to go get your foot sorted out, uh, which kind means of, yeah. if it gets sorted You can no longer be in the UFC, the Unfortunate Foot Club. That is the rule. If your foot ailment is fixed, you can no longer be the co-president.
1: Okay. Well, this was a club that we started, so I don't know what will happen because you're out already apparently. I don't want to give up the club. I'm here for the long haul. I want to support its members, such as they are. And I do understand that on Monday we may have another person uh, joining the club. And 13, 12, 16, you are welcome to join the club, the Unfortunate Foot Club, the UFC um, that we created, the only UFC. And all you got to do is tell us what your foot complaint is. But yesterday I went to the podiatrist. It was the first time ever going to see the foot doctor, and um, she, was she was amazing. She was looking at my foot and um, – she did say one thing that was quite interesting in terms of her career because I wanted to get to know a bit about her. Yeah. And she said, you know what, because she was looking at my foot, she goes, in my 30 years doing feet, you know, in yeah. the business, she goes, I've never come across a situation like this.
2: Yours is barely anything terrible in comparison to a lot of people out there. You've just got a little bung toe.
1: See, this is this is where you're wrong, actually. You're wrong. So for the last two years, this happened. So for a bit of backstory, very quickly, I went out the back once at a house that I don't even live at anymore to check a fuse box to see if everything was okay. I squatted down barefoot and my toes sort of splayed out and there was, I think, too much pressure and I just felt a really hard pinch on my second smallest toe on my left foot. And since then, it's been getting progressively worse and worse. The girlfriends obviously made the call to the podiatrist to set the, um, the, uh, the session up. They've had a look at it, and um, they've they've used this um they've used this uh, silicone
2: yeah
1: mixed with and it's all sort of like it looks like blue tack at first but white and then they mix a pink sort of dye in with it which makes it firm after a while it's a catalyst of some sort and uh, they mould it to your foot and what they wanted to do was try and make it so that my my second smallest toe um was pointing straight rather than curving as it does. So it it's curves. like a
2: cast. Kind
1: of, yeah, and I wear. I'm wearing it now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, under, um, under my shoe, and it's like
2: hip dysplasia. Yeah. They're trying to like get your hips back into place. I they're, guess they're trying so. to get your toe back into place.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I will have to go for a an ultrasound on it.
2: Really? Because yeah. you think that maybe what the bone's broken and it's just a regrown well, itself and stuck that way.
1: Here's the theory. The theory is that my toe from the knuckle, right has been popping in and out of its socket and won't sit in its socket right. Ugh. So effectively, this is what I'm, I'm gathering, effectively for the last two years, as I've been walking slash running slash working out slash doing whatever, I have been, I guess, effectively popping my toe in and out, dislocating my toe over and over and over. So when you say you've just got a bung toe, turns out it's a little bit more than that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Because you've been uh, such a trooper, getting getting by, limping around. I just assumed that it was what? just a little, little like um, bunged up toe that just sat out wow. sideways and didn't think it was going to no. stay straight ever again. But no, I'm turns a victim. Out it's a,
1: oh. I'm a victim now. Well, so.
2: I know I did sort of stand down from my uh, president um, role here in the UFC because I got my uh, my tingling toes sorted out, at the mm-hmm. top of my foot as well, where it was a permanent pins and needles. That right. that's all gone. However. I've now bunged up the other foot. Last night, I do pole dancing, pole fitness, should I say, because it's not anything where you you wear your lingerie. Um, And I was up quite high, and I decided to jump down, which was a stupid move on my behalf. Landed wrongly on my ball of my foot, and you know when it slightly pinches when you land Ah, quite hard. And I was like, oh, so I started tensing. And then because I was tensing so hard, I then got a cramp in my toe, didn't I? I and cramped. then what happened was because I was hitting it to try and stop the cramp, I now have the constant tingling feeling in my left big toe now. I'm like, jeez, weird. So I've gone well, from having a bad right foot to whiff. now a bunged up left big toe. But not only that, I feel like I need to start another club, Bodge, called oh. the OE because what, what at do you the mean? rate what do you I'm mean? going, I keep injuring myself. I hurt my wrist. Overused wrist issues now.
1: No don't that the sounds, no you can't do I've got that.
2: a little pinch in here constantly that I have to stretch what so what I'm sure you probably need to join the hour
1: no I don't need to don't 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 be gross that's yucky no, I don't want to join the owie. and do you know what now you have to go through a process to join if you want to rejoin the club, you've got to go through a process because I don't know whether this is gonna be long lasting so there's no point putting you back in my so, UFC into the UFC. You don't just get automatically put back in because you've you've hurt your foot again.
2: But I, I've been limping.
1: right yeah, but it's just one of those things, pal. I'm sorry. You know, once you leave you're gone.
2: Forever. That was never in the rules. You, you are, did say when you have an ailment you can come back.
1: Subcategory section C Part A, number one, hit 102.3, 105.1, etc.
0: The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning with Christy and Vodge. The Mid-North Coast's Hit. I've got my shoe off. I've shown
1: Christy my foot after my trip to the podiatrist yesterday. The foot doctor, um, the unfortunate foot club. I mean, a lot of people want to join it in 13, 12, 16. You can contact us there or via Facebook as well, Hit Mid North Coast or Instagram. If you've got a foot complaint or ailment, you can join our exclusive club.
2: Thank you for actually washing your feet as well. Uh, Obviously, this morning you had a shower because your feet don't smell today.
1: I didn't wash them. In fact, I was asleep on the couch. I woke up and the dog was licking the feet. So, I mean, that's probably why they're sort of...
2: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> makes total sense. But uh, no, I, I have taken a photo of your foot so I can uh, um, analyse it. Uh, I had seen somewhere uh, the shape of your foot determines your ancestry. Do you know your um, history of your family, you know, um, your ancestors?
1: I don't know much about my real dad. We just refer it. No, as in where you come from. Yeah, well, no, I don't, because Mum was adopted as well. So that's what I mean. I don't know much about it.
2: So you, judging by your feet, you have uh, Roman. Uh, You you come from a Roman heritage. I
1: don't know about that. Yeah, because if you
2: if you've got the big foot, uh, the big foot, the big toe, uh, and the the second toe and the third toe all at the same height, and then your two little toes are much smaller, you are Roman, and that is how your feet. Look. So, what's the
1: gauge there? Have you got like a? I've got a little of, um, image
2: of showing whether you're Egyptian, Roman, Greek. I'm, uh, I'm Greek because my second toe is longer than my big toe, and then they all naturally uh, fall away on a diagonal after right. that. If you've got um, a big toe, and then everything naturally uh, equally turns on a diagonal and goes downwards, if that makes total sense, does it? Your it Big does. toe yeah, then uh, falls to the smallest toe, and sure. it's all in a straight line. Uh, you're an Egyptian. If you've got square feet, uh, you're German. So if you're big toe and then the rest of the toes are all the same uh, length, you're a you're German heritage.
1: What about those dainty-footed German people who go, I'm definitely German because I'm speaking German <laughs> and I am German and from Germany, but <laughs> I I've got know. tiny little feet? Because but- if anything... But I know that my mum, even though she's adopted, her real father is a Greek man. So I'm a quarter Greek, which I don't like to admit, but, you know, it's one of those things. It explains the the hair.
2: Well, I don't know. Judging by this uh, this history of um, your feet, uh, your three big toes... Uh, all the same length, so it looks like you've got Roman heritage. But not only that, you can tell someone's personality from their toes. So if you've got a long second toe like me, um, you've got leadership qualities, Bodge.
1: (laughs) You can't gauge (laughs) leadership qualities from toes. I
2: don't know. Apparently all rulers from ancient uh, Egyptian and Hawaiian uh, backgrounds Uh, all were leaders and they all had that big second toe.
1: So what you're saying is everyone from those countries are leaders, every single person. If they've got
2: a long toe, if... They have a long toe. They've got leadership qualities. Um, Now, what about this? And this is not your toe that's got the issue. The last joint of the third toe, so the one that got the the roast beef. Yeah, the first knuckle
1: Um, then. If it's
2: at an angle, you've got a natural ability to deceive.
1: That's a lot And you have a tendency to be
2: misunderstood. (laughs) That's not true. If you've got a little extra um, something, something going on your little toe, uh, you're a bit childish, you've got that playful nature. But do you want to know what happens about your fourth toe, the the one that didn't get the roast beef, the one that you've got the issue with? Poch? Yeah, go on. So that toe uh, represents relationships. If okay. it's long and straight, yeah. uh, facing the way it should, it means your um, family is very important to you. If it's at an <sighs> angle, uh, you're unhappy with the loved ones around you. So you've got your toe. It's curled under and curled around, what do which you mean? means yeah. your fourth toe, it's got a, a curl to it. It's not straight, is it?
1: No. What it means is, is that you're right, but what it means is is that when I was younger, I wore shoes that weren't right for my feet and they crunched my toes no. together.
2: If there's some truth behind this when it comes to uh, what your toes mean for your personality, it makes sense because you don't get along with your family. So that little fourth toe, the toe that didn't get the roast beef, yep. knows that you're upset and unhappy with your, your loved ones, your family. Oh. A broken little family. That's why he got a broken little foot and he didn't get his roast beef.
1: You know what? There's some science behind that. This just in, if, if your wee looks like monster energy drink, uh, you're probably born from aliens. <laughs> and if it's nice and clear, then you are like from the God side of things, like the good side. So if you've got nice, clear wee, you know, you're on a winner. I mean, I just made that up, but it sounds just like it could be as plausible.
2: Yeah.
0: The hit breakfast show with Christian Budge, the mid north coast's
1: hit. I don't dabble in psychics and all that too much. It's a bit of fun when I do. I don't take it very seriously. But Rose Smith on the Gold Coast, we've had her on a few times. Yeah. From uh, Absolute Soul Secrets, and uh, she was doing a live sort of psychic reading on her Facebook and whatever else. And you write your name on there, and, and then she um, she has a little look in her you know mind just to see what's going on. And normally, like I say, I take it with a grain of salt. I go, oh, it's a bit of fun. But um, she was saying something about my uh, future, my career.
2: Uh, I've got the tingles already <laughs> thinking about this. Have a listen to this.
6: I oh, do you see movement around you, Bodge, um, but it's slow. It's, it seems to be taking a longer time than you would like. I'm seeing a guy on a push bike, So you're getting there, but you're getting there slower than, you know, travelling in a car. Do you actually deal with tapes Like, you know, the old-fashioned where you have the reel and there's, like, tapes? Uh, I'm seeing that. This could even be to do with not radio, but it could be to do with TV. Were you involved in TV in the past? Okay, because if you were, there's some old connections coming back from the past or it's just TV in the future in some way. Um, I want to ask, too, you didn't ask this question, but I do want to ask, are you relocating? What's the energy around bodge relocating? Horns. They're saying take the bull by the horns. Are you a Taurus? I see a bull. Uh, Take the bull by the horns. It could be an uh, opportunity for you to relocate in connection with your work.
1: Now, the the thing with that first thing is, well, I'm a Sagittarian, but the Taurus reference, I think she was looking for clarification because if I was a Taurus, she'd probably go, well, this might mean something different.
2: Is Alicia a Taurus? No, she's not. Right, so no. you're not taking that bull by its horns. No, I
1: think she's a Pisces or something. You
2: did relocate uh, houses, we but d- she said it's referring to work. Does that mean oh. that you're chasing a, a new job? Have you are you about to drop no. something? Here? No, 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 <laughs> not at
1: all. No, I, and this this is what sort of irritates me a bit because, la, uh, it was like a year or so ago. Do you remember when on my thirtieth birthday I drove to uh, the, pretty much to the Gold Coast almost? Yeah, That's yeah, how the far border, I got. The well, New South I got, Wales Queensland I got, border. I went a lot further than that though to meet a friend. Um, Six months prior to that, um, at Westport Park in Port Macquarie, there was a little psychic lady. She goes, you're going to travel for work to the Gold Coast. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get a job <laughs> in the Gold Coast. It's not somewhere I'd go for that. She goes, I'm, I'm seeing it. You can, And it'll be in the next year, within the next year. And I'm like, what? So I was expecting this massive, like, you know, like kick up stairs, like a promotion to a really big job. And I was like, mm, okay. And it turned out it was just for a drive just yeah. for a drive, and it was a stunt for work.
2: Well, Rose has, Rose has said now that you're on a bike and it's, it's it's very slow. I don't think I've ever seen you get on a push bike.
1: No, but do you not get the symbolism It's metaphorically speaking that you're not
2: getting there as quick as you hoped as you would, like lightning speed in a car. Obviously, you're hoping for the big job in a a big city in the big smoke and it hasn't quite happened as fast as you hoped.
1: Well, yes and no. I would love to stay here forever and ever and ever, but I'd also like to be on bazillions of dollars like everyone else would. So, unfortunately, uh, with careers like ours, Christy, the idea is to, you know, you do to enjoy, enjoy where we are now and yeah. live here and love here. But the career, I mean, the idea is to go up and up and up, yeah. you know.
2: So the minute that uh, you do get that, that big... Big job. You get the well, ticket to to move elsewhere. You can thank Rose that well, she's predicted your future. And I don't believe it. I, I've never had a psychic reading. I don't know. I'd feel that they would probably look to um, help manipulate my life to make sure that it went that way. But there are people out happened. there that have had um, some truths come through. And uh, Kayla in Port Macquarie's called up because apparently um, you've had a psychic reading and it's,
4: it's come true in your life. I did. I saw a psychic about 10 years ago just because I was curious about the process. And she told me that the Navy would be a major part of my life and I had no desire to join Defence, so I thought, okay, I'll probably marry someone in the Navy. And then when I met the love of my life and he was a town planner, I thought, okay, well, that prediction's clearly off. Yeah. And then three years into our relationship, he turned to me and he said, I'm going to join the Navy, and he's been in it now for four years.
1: Wow. And you married was, a man in it the Navy. He was me thinking maybe it was just going to be something to do with maybe he liked Navy Blue or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> You know, oh, Navy, that's exactly what she said. Now, have you gone back to
4: this psychic? I have not, you know. I don't know. I tried it just because I was curious. and I don't know if I'll go back. I mean, the prediction, I guess, in a way came true, but I don't know. There's a bit of mystery in life not knowing. Yeah, this is very true. I
1: don't want spoilers. I don't want to know when things are going to happen.
2: Now, did you say to your your hubby um, before he joined the Navy, did you ever drop any hints
4: knowing too well that Navy was in your mind? Nope. I never told him anything. It was quite a long reading, and that was just one part of it. But no, I never even mentioned it to him.
1: Was that the only thing she got right?
4: Um, so far, there were a few things that she said that I feel like, you know, p- you probably could twist it to make it seem yeah. right. But this was the one that was probably the most spot on. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's true. There's, there's always that sort of, you know, you tell, it's like a uh, choose your own adventure almost. Like, yeah. You know, you get to make some of the decisions with what they, the options they've given you in the sort of, uh, uh, I wanna say vague. Sometimes it's clearly not so vague mm. if you're gonna get with someone who's in the navy or joins yeah. the navy. Well
2: the psychic was going, In the Navy. Yeah, maybe <laughs> something like that.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kayla. Appreciate that. In the Navy, Christy.
0: Oh well we should, she's she's married uh, to a man true, in the Navy. True.
2: The hit
0: break the show with Christy and Vodge. We have been
1: talking about psychics and mediums all that sort of stuff. Right, so um, Rose Smith is a friend of ours, friend of the show's as well. um, She was doing a live reading on her Facebook page and I wrote my little name on there just for a bit of fun. And then she she read her mind or however they do it, read her own mind. And she's like, right, this is this is going to happen. And it freaked me out a little bit. I was like, well, I mean, it, it's it sounds like it could be accurate. It's not what I wanted to hear, obviously, but it sounded like it was accurate. So, well,
2: if it's true, uh, it means that uh, eventually. Uh, very slowly, not at a fast pace, you're going to be relocating for work.
1: I don't want that to happen. <laughs> but we, what we've got is we've got a couple of um, lovely ladies on the line with us who've had predictions come true. Yes. And we wanted that. We wanted to find out whether or not the psychics had done you justice.
2: Well, Sue and Port Macquarie, uh, what has the psychic predicted for you? Good
4: morning, guys. Um... I'll try and make it short so I flew to the UK about five years ago and my mum had lined up a psychic saying that I lost my husband to cancer Mm. and my husband came through saying um, did something funny happen on the airplane and I'm like no and he's like are you sure because he's standing next to you on the airplane and he's really really laughing. So about a week later, I actually flew my mum to Switzerland for her 70th birthday and she asked me to put her bag up into the cabin up on the top and I stood on the seat to do it and as I did, my foot just sunk the whole mould of the chair, just wrapped around my foot and just completely destroyed the chair. Oh, wow. And I've jumped <laughs> off the chair, pulled up <laughs> pulled up the cushion, and I've gone, oh, my God, and I'm trying to straighten up this chair. Yeah. And I, I, I at that moment, I had this picture of my husband standing right next to me and laughing his head off. Oh, Aww. right. Oh, isn't well, that beautiful hilarious. that he Not was nice, there, it? there with you, though? Yeah, like, it's pretty cool, but... Um, just to feel this sinking sensation as this chair collapsed under my weight.
1: Yeah, I'd be looking into that. I don't know if an airline should have flimsy chairs like that. Did you
4: sit there yeah. in the end? I was like, I just pulled it up and I flattened the chair. I was like, there you go, Mum, you can sit there.
1: <laughs> wow. Happy birthday, yeah. Mum. Yeah, it
4: was, Gee great. Whiz. It was fun. All right, yeah. Sue,
1: thank you so much for the story. You have a great day. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. No no worries at all. And um, what we'll do now is we'll take our second caller. We've got Kat from Warhope. Good morning to you, Kat.
5: Hi, guys. Hello. Now, what have you got for us, Kat? Well, I went to a psychic when I was about 21, and she predicted that I would have three kids. Right. And that I would have a boy and two girls. Yeah. That um, the partner that I had would be from another country. Wow. And... um, that I would be a nurse. And I have a boy and two girls. Yeah. My partner's from New Zealand. Wow. And I'm going to be a nurse. <gasps> wow. Are you studying to be a nurse? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Now,
2: hang on. Now, hang on. Did you make sure that a part of uh, No, you can't. You can't uh, manipulate what kind of sex you're going to have uh, in the baby. Wow, so that's Did you only ever hunt for, for men that weren't from um, Aussie descent? And did you try and go, mm, she said I was going to be a nurse and now I'm just going to study to be a nurse? No, no. I met my um,
5: partner from New Zealand in Queensland. So I wasn't looking at all for any kind of, no. No, I did not hunt in any way for any kind of mysterious men or anything like that. I was just doing my thing. Wow. wow.
1: So how long until until you uh, you become a nurse?
5: Um, I've only just started studying. It's been something that I've been putting off for a really long time, but I've always wanted to be a nurse. I just feel like at the time now, It's like some kind of calling to me, telling me, you've got to do it, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. it." So,
2: yeah. yeah. So, at 21, at 21, though, did she, did she, did you feel at that time that you wanted to be a nurse? No, no, no. I wanted to be a police officer, but yeah,
1: no. (laughs) It sounds like, it sounds like, though, you just wanted to help. I mean, yeah. you yeah. think of the police yeah. force and you think of nurses and they both... Um, All
2: on the front line, yeah. yeah to, I to, think that's, yeah,
5: definitely. Oh,
1: well, good definitely. on you, Kat. How, how old are Thank the kids you. now, by the way?
5: Um, they are 10, 7 and 2.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. Nice what are one? the chances yeah. of
2: that long ago that she predicted your life? Now look how happy you
1: are. Oh, I'm going to... pretend yeah. Oh, hang on. Wait, sorry, cat, I'm getting something through here. Oh, God.
2: Uh, are you looking in the crystal <laughs> ball, Bob?
1: Christy. I'm looking in the Christy ball, right? Yes. Um, oh, jeez, You're going to have... <laughs> You're gonna have another boy.
5: Oh, oh no! Wait, no. I'm
1: getting a name. I'm getting a name. <laughs> and he's get. Oh, wow, it's, it starts with a B. It's, oh. it's a, a boy's name beginning with B, but it's a very unusual, very unique name. Is it? Very yeah.
2: unique name, is it? You, you want her to have a boy.
1: I'm, I'm just thinking. Oh, that's that's the name. It's it's come through. It's, it's going to be called bodge.
2: <laughs> Um, Kat, has your has your hubby had the snip yet?
0: It's definitely
1: not happening. <laughs> well, he
0: needs to because you don't want to <laughs> budge. Shapers. The Hit Breakfast Show. Hear more in the catch-up with Christian Bodge. Hit.com.au. This is
3: Hit.